Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome back once again. Holy smokes. Uh, Pre-Christmas? Pre-Christmas is the yeah. last episode we did. This will be the first actual movie in a very long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, welcome. We're welcome. back. <laughs> back in black. <laughs> Well, uh, oh boy. Uh, we did have a we did have a good cause to take a break. Uh, there's been, yeah, various like reasons. Ho- holidays. I was COVID. COVID. That's fun. That's that was a good time. That was. I'm tired. I don't want to sit in a chair. Yeah, you're exhausted. And, so. <laughs> I'm still exhausted. I'm still. It's uh, so that's great. Muscles hurt. Everything sucks. So, <laughs> but and you know what <laughs> and do you know what doesn't suck, Nick? What's that? You as my co-host. How are you doing over there? Yeah, I'm all right, buddy. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, yeah. I, part of it's me being a lazy ass as well. Yeah. We've all got we've all got our things. It's not like I haven't had my creative outlet. I've been doing that video game side quest b- b- show, mm-hmm. so I get to. Yeah. Get my to creative outlet's been playing yeah. NBA Jam. <laughs> There you go. There you go. You have. I'm sure you've been futzing around with your arcade cabinets and stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, doing some stuff with that. Uh, I've built hey, myself a, a pie hole. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, now we're just having a normal conversation here. Uh, I did see that. Uh, you know that new WrestleFest sequel that's coming out. Retromania. Retromania. They're doing an arcade cabinet of that. That's nice. You'll be able to get an ar- arcade cabinet of Retromania. So, uh, that'd, that'd be interesting. I'm not going to buy that, but because I'm sure that'll no. be like, it'll be like some independent company and it'll be like $700. And I'm like, man, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what other uh, the video game got turned to a legit cabinet? Uh, a uh, game based off the movie tonight. Yes, 2012. Uh, it's uh, Street Fighter the movie. Jean Claude. Street Fighter Van the movie. Day. Jean Claude Van Damme, is Minogue, yeah, Kali Minogue, Raul Julia, uh, with a show stealing uh, run as M Bison, fantastic action film for the whole with family. Duty as Sagat. <laughs> I hate that Native movie, American West Duty as Sagat. As yeah, <laughs> as not as the not Native American Indian Indian. <laughs> yes. Uh, did you that, watch the video what I, I sent you today? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, it is nineties. Is it is? Oh, it's fucking yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Random strippers, bootleg Drew Hill. <laughs> the the lighting from uh, California Love, but not really. Not really. Almost, but yeah, just uh, what was it? It's it was the uh, 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 was it straight to my feet? Was that the song? Straight to my feet, like we're like, oh, Dion's gonna be a a hip hop artist, yeah, he's got the endorsement of Hammer, (laughs) Hammer, don't hurt him. (laughs) Um, Dion tried (laughs) that video is great because. For a variety of reasons, but it's mostly Van Damme's dancing. Yes. Yes. Uh, like, yes. It, Uninhibited. Shaking his butt, man. 
me, me and Nick have an ongoing rivalry in Street Fighter, so uh, there's a nonstop there's a nonstop flow of uh, Street Fighter stuff going on between the two of us. Uh, I well, sent I, him, t- I sent him a uh, video of Chun Li doing uh, the dab in Fortnite because she's a playable character in Fortnite now. And he sent me that uh, music video in return. We're bringing this stuff up because we didn't say that the movie is Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> but it is Wreck-It Ralph. It is. Uh, and now she's also in this movie. She is. So is Cammy. Uh, and Zangief. Zangief as a villain. Although, I don't With like that. Hairy, hairy shins. Yeah, I don't. Zangief's not a villain, man. He's just a wrestler. Bison's this movie, too, I believe, right? Yes, Bison is... Uh, yeah. In in it, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't and and there are other like, like you know, Ken and Ryu pop up and yeah. Uh, we'll get to the cameos and stuff in this movie because yeah. they're all over the place. Uh, yeah, this is the fifty second, so this will be volume fifty two of Disney Compendium. Uh, uh, okay, so this is uh, directed uh, and like. This is a Simpsons movie, if you can believe that. Uh, because the main sort of team behind this is... Uh, so the director is Rich Moore. And Rich Moore was uh, director for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, here's, here's the episodes that Rich Moore uh, had directed of The Simpsons. You ready, Nick? Sure. Uh, the Telltale Head. Okay. Homer's Night Out. Simpson and Delilah, uh, Treehouse of Horror One, Dead okay. Putting, Dead Putting Society, Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, Lisa's Substitute, Stark Raving Dad, The Lost Simpsons episode, Stark Raving Dad, Yeah, Bart the Murderer, Flaming Moe's, Lisa the Greek, Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes, A Streetcar Named Marge, Itchy and Scratchy the Movie, Marge versus the Monorail. And the last episode he directed of The Simpsons was the Cape Fear episode. Which is a favorite of mine. Yes. Uh, He also did three episodes of The Critic and uh, five episodes of Futurama. Also, apparently, one episode of the Baby Blues cartoon. Uh, Oh, my God. That's right. Uh, Hey, I like The Critic. That wasn't really underrated. It's more like a theater underrated, but it really was. (laughs) Um, I I like The Critic. And and his and also involved with this movie with a story credit and uh, Rich Moore was worked worked with him on uh, his like student project back at college is Jim Reardon, okay. uh, who is I he's a writer of The Simpsons and is a prolific writer of The Simpsons. Uh, he was one of the ones. Uh, you know, it's you know, like Schwartzwelder is like the number one Simpsons guy. And mm-hmm. like Reardon's right up there because let's see, he wrote uh, Itchy and Scratchy and Marge, Bart Gets an F, Brush with Greatness, When Flanders Failed, Treehouse of Horror 2, Saturdays of Thunder, Homer at the Bat, Dog wow. of Death, Bart's Friend Falls in Love, Homer the Heretic, Mr. Plow. Do- mm-hmm. Like the list goes on and on. Like, let's see, Bart Gets an Elephant, an all time classic. Yep. Uh, King Size wow. Homer. King Size yeah. Homer, which is one of yeah. the absolute best episodes of The Simpsons. I can get you a... If you please, just calm down. We can get you a <laughs> pillowcase filled with popcorn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
22 short films about Springfield, which is a, I, that is one of the best episodes of that show that Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. If I feel like it's underrated in a lot of ways, but. <laughs> well, because I, I think steamed hams takes all the thunder from that episode. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I love yeah. That's the one. That's also the one with the, uh, everyone needs an automobile. <laughs> <laughs> It's the largest automobile I could afford. Should I therefore Hello? be ridicule? Yeah, I yeah, just, yes. <laughs> blow them kisses is the line that I have. Wave at them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and that's just a fraction of the episodes that he had written. So this is effectively a Simpsons episode movie. Uh, and, and you can tell there are some jokes in it that yes. are very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's this movie's great for a couple reasons. You and I are big, like arcade game nerds, yeah. and so uh, it's like, oh, I you know, get it, I get. Yeah, we um, we definitely grew up like in the during the second peak of the arcade, like yeah, because you had the original peak of the arcade, you know, the late seventies, early eighties, uh, and. You know, then the industry sort of the the home industry died, but the arcade industry just kind of hobbled along. Sure. Yeah. And in the early nineties is when things got like super hot again with like fighting games really making mm-hmm. their and this one like really sort of is fo- it's focused on that era of video games of arcades. Um, yeah. It, the, I mean, I was born in eighties. So that's the same year Pac Man came out, and like I remember playing pole position when I was probably <laughs> five so yeah it's it, it for me it's more like oh yeah that thing i mean like what like what see when i was five it would have been like you know yeah like 90 so like the arcade was still just sort of that it, all those games were still around all mm-hmm. because you know we hadn't had that boom of like once street fighter came out it changed everything right um, it, it made would have been like uh, boy, God, what would have been Smash TV? Yeah, it sounds. Oh, I don't even know Smash TV, man. Let's when did Smash TV come out? Maybe Narc. Narc. Yeah, <laughs> we watched oh, that okay, documentary. Okay, yeah, I, I was like, was it? I think it was. It might have been Smash TV. Uh, Smash 90. TV, nineteen ninety. Yeah, so yeah, Smash yeah. TV. Because uh, because arcade games became competitive in the because mm-hmm. it used to be sort of like passively competitive it was scoreboards and stuff there wasn't a yep. whole lot of like two-player stuff and then you know street fighter rolls along and arcade games become like head-to-head competitive like yep. trash talk right put there qu- kind of competitive so yeah. um yeah put your quarter up which is which is like they feature that in this um movie of the like everyone put there's kids will watch this and will have no idea what that is like yep when you put your quarter on the cabinet, that was a, I've got next Yep. Um, arcade cabinets at one point started. And I think even modern arcade cabinets actually have like the grooves built in. So you can put your quarter mm-hmm. or yep. whatever. Like it, it, there was other times where it's like, I don't have like, I'm just going to put, I don't want my quarter to get taken. So I'm just going to put like a button or something. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's like, you have like one kid usually holding court. Yeah. And run through everybody. Yeah. But you, you know, but yeah, uh, and it's funny to see them 
it's funny to see them in this with the video game stuff where it's like where they where they pass and where they fail like there are just some Mm -hmm. concepts that they just kind of like it's like that's not like that doesn't make any sense like why would the (laughs) why would the arcade game be like there's no arcade game like this no arcade game would do this no arcade right but (laughs) but, uh, i mean wreck it ralph is basically donkey kong but with yeah a little bit of rampage thrown in I, I have the uh, small little reproduction of nice. the Felix Jr. arcade cabinet. Um, yeah, it's clearly Donkey Kong. Um, maybe Popeye, like you know, well, like, Donkey Kong, Popeye, and I, there's again, there's there's Rampage in there. There's some Rampage, Reverse Rampage, <laughs> Reverse Rampage. Yeah. Um, um, what was the? Um, it's. I mean, Nintendo made. That uh, Wrecking Crew. Um, oh yeah, which yeah, yeah. I mean, which is basically like the the core like gameplay is very similar, to, like yeah. that, and like and, and like the running between like windows and stuff is like you know like very like crazy climber and like elevator yeah. action and things like yep. that. So um, it's kind of like a mashup of a lot of like those late eighties, mid to late eighties arcade games. Um, There's sort of Nintendo properties in this movie, by the way. Which is kind of the funny thing. Yeah, well, there. Uh, I mean, Bowser's in it. Oh well, okay, that's you're right. I, I was thinking like Donkey Kong's not in it, but could it probably be too much of a conflict? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ralph and Donkey Kong would be good friends, although right. like it would be. <laughs> but uh, and there is a one up, or not a one up, uh, a Super Mushroom in it too. Um, there is so, and they mention Mario by name. Okay, uh, because at the par- at the thirtieth anniversary party. He's like, oh, that must be Mario, always fashionably late. Uh, yeah. I love, uh, just to get, obviously we're going to have to talk about the movie at a later point, but this movie does have a sequel. Um, and that, like, they kind of just gave up on the video game thing entirely because I'm assuming how hard it is to just, like, we can't coordinate this again. We're just going <laughs> to... Yes. <laughs> We can't. We can't get all pull all these properties in again. Yeah. Or we we own so much that we can just do internet stuff, and <laughs> we we own most of it. So. Right, which is the reason I don't care for the sequel as much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let's do a quick little uh, a rundown of the cast before we get into the plot, shall we? Sure. Uh, there. <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, John C. Riley is the uh, titular Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. Does a great job as Ralph. Does a great job. Uh, I really like his. Um, he definitely ha- He definitely has that uh, t- down. Like he, you could tell. Like he, the character is fully realized in his head. Mm-hmm. Like yep. that's, that is that kind of thing. Uh, you have Sarah Silverman as Vanellope, which isn't as good, but I still like the character for the most part. Um, She's got the annoying brat voice. Yeah, she 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 handles that really well. Uh, you got Jack McBriar as uh, Fix It Felix. He does a fantastic job as just this little wiener guy. <laughs> <laughs> he and John C. Riley were both in Talladega Nights too. Together. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Jane Lynch as uh, Calhoun, the weird. <sighs> She's from a game called Heroes Duty. Uh, but she's like, but they look like, but it's more Gears of War. Yeah. Uh, but also there is no, like, what is this game? What is this game? Right. What, I don't know what this arcade game is because they're like, 
it's not a light gun game, clearly, because it seems like you sort of have agency to move around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's time crisis or lethal enforcers or something. It's like, and it's, 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 and it's not on rails. So yeah. 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 So I, I don't know what that game is uh, at all, other than it, like I said, it's definitely more Gears of War because it's a lot of like you're shooting bugs and like you're, you're big beefy people and mega armor and stuff. So it's like yeah. we got to throw FPS in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, you got King Candy played by Alan. I always forget how to pronounce his last name. Tudic. 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 Yeah. Uh, great job as uh, King Candy. You can tell. That he was definitely like, uh, if Ed Wynn hadn't been dead yeah. for a significant amount of time, he would have been cast in this role. <laughs> yes, he uh, he plays two roles in this movie, actually. Yes, well, he does. Kind of, kind of, kind of, not really. Yeah, yeah. In a way, in a way, yeah. it's a character with a dual personality. Yes. Uh, 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 you got Mindy Kaling in this as uh, one of the as Taffeta. Taffeta. She does. She's great. Yeah, and that kind uh, of like snotty, like bully girl. Yeah, uh, you've got Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. He's Litwack, the arcade yep. owner. Uh, always glad Who, to see Ed O'Neill pop in anything. I love Ed O'Neill. And, and of course, uh, it, it, he just Walter Day. Dennis Haysbert. Yeah. 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 He is one hundred percent just Walter Day. Um, you got Dennis Haysbert as a hologram for Heroes Duty. Which is like, I mean, that's what his job is usually in video games, anyways. So, power to him. And Pedro Serrano. I forgot. I forgot about this last part where the two donut cops, which was Horatio Sands and Adam Carolla. Oh <laughs> which, man! Yeah. Oh. As Duncan. As Duncan and Winchell. <laughs> which, yeah. That's that's good. Uh, well, at least Horatio was, Sands is okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, we could go into it a little bit, but I like I, you know, me and you both definitely huge fans of the Loveline radio show back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, time has not been kind to either of those hosts' personalities. No. Uh, they've only gotten worse. Like I listen back to some of the old stuff, and it's like because uh, there is part of you is like is it were they always this way and i just was young and stupid and it's like eh, well one of them wasn't uh yeah. adam adam was a butthole but he's he's just insufferable he's, now uh, yeah he's playing <laughs> i feel like he's playing character now yeah it's almost like he it, it's 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 as if he fell too far down his own rabbit hole and can't get out anymore so it's just yeah. like so now it's just like i'm on prager university now we're gonna do a documentary yeah. called no safe spaces and just ruin everything for everyone so like and i have a guy who just fell ass backwards into this yeah. job because i was friends with jimmy kimmel yeah the jimmy the sports guy and i were good friends and we yeah. had <laughs> i can't yeah. imagine they're still friends I can't either. I can't. I don't. I don't know. I don't listen. I, I haven't listened to his podcast in forever, and I have. Ne- I have never watched Jimmy Kimmel's show. So yeah, <laughs> who knows there? Um, like the Man Show, but guys? like this isn't Adam's. F- yeah, yeah. This isn't Adam's first Disney job either, because he was the voice of the, like, command the commander or what the general or whatever in the Buzz Lightyear cartoon. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so he had a reoccurring character on that. So this isn't his first Disney thing. So it's kind of, it's kind of it's like so he has, he has a very distinct voice. Established job with Disney, so yeah. But um, and you've got a bunch of other like uh, voice actors pop up from all the time here, but um, and like uh, the the guys that do the voices of a lot of the like uh characters uh so uh roger craig smith did the voice of sonic the hedgehog <laughs> that's in here um and he's like a video game voice actor in a whole bunch yep. of everything like <laughs> like uh like and and the voice of sonic the hedgehog in like right. in modern not anymore he just left like two weeks ago as a recording he just stopped was he like the, was he like the sonic adventure voice actor or uh no, uh he was when did he start? He started uh what what is what are you doing? Video games. 2010. So okay, no. that would have been like Sonic Generations. Okay. Yeah. Or Sonic and the yeah, Black Sonic Knight. Boom was like that? Yeah, but like he was the voice of Sonic in the cartoon in recent cartoons. Like Sonic Boom. Like he was doing. So what you're saying is they should have got Jaleel um, White. They, they could, they should have, they could have, but they didn't. Um, and you also have the uh, director, uh, Rich Moore, um, not, or whatever, not director, whatever. Uh, he was the voice of Sangeef in this. So. <laughs> yeah, the director. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's it it's a good voice cast. I like the cameos. It's like oh, it's and of course my girl Chun Li. Yeah, Chun Li. You got Chun Li in there. I don't. Cammy doesn't have too much of a appearance because she there, sucks. She's there with yeah. No, yeah, sure. Whip your ass with her <laughs> half the time. <laughs> it's it's uh, definitely it's, uh, it's definitely fifty fifty booking at this point. It is. I mean, there are there are times where like, you win the bulk of the games, or I'll win the bulk of the games, but still. Yeah. But uh, okay, so let's do a quick rundown of the plot of Wreck It Ralph, should we? Sure. Um. <laughs> uh, Ralph is the villain of the video game Fix It Felix Junior. Right. Um. Except Felix Jr. seems to have a backstory of Felix got the hammer from his dad and the hammer could fix everything. Uh, so the hammer kind of plays a role in the series, uh, to the movie a little bit. Um, but Ralph is just bummed out, man. He's the bad guy and nobody likes him and he just wants to feel loved. <laughs> yeah, and, and the characters in the apartment are just unnecessarily mean to him. Yeah. Uh, th- okay. Uh, this is the thing about this. I like the atmosphere and the sort of visuals and sort of like the main characters sort of like interactions with one another. But I don't like this story. Uh, The way the story plays out is there's like three different plot threads going on at the same time. And Mm -hmm. everyone sucks in one way or another. Yeah. It's, it's kind of an irritating movie and it doesn't earn any of its emotion. It just sort of like, it tries to do big sad scenes for no particular reason. Like the big, like, you know, like the third act sort of like 
every movie where every buddy movie, especially a Disney movie, there has to be a misunderstanding that yeah. separates the characters. And the one in this movie is terrible. It's not well done. Where he, where he destroys her car because he thinks he's helping her out. And yeah. 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 It's just not well done because it, 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 it they're trying to, sh- they're trying to create the plot twist super late in the movie. Yeah. Uh, really late. Yeah. Really late. It, like, like, yeah. like there's 15 minutes left of this movie and we're starting to establish what the, what the, like le- setting up the plot twist. Right. Um, so uh, it's the 30th anniversary of this game. And so Ralph is sort of, you know, he wants to get involved with his friends and everything. Like, what? Well, not his friends, but like his, I guess, co-workers. co-workers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, the, you know, they're shunning him. Felix is being a butthole to him, too. Like, yeah. he's trying, he's just being meek about it, but he's still like, get out of here, you know, basically. But right. um, they keep... <laughs> You, they keep using the phrase like going turbo, which is uh, Ralph sort of going, which is basically a, a video game character going rogue. Um, because a uh, a fictional uh, race game character named Turbo tried to take over the game Road Blasters, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and and it ended up it ended up screwing up the game and both the game turbo was in and road blasters getting unplugged um uh opinion on road masters nick what do you think of road Ma- road blasters i've never played road blasters you've never played road i love road blasters man I've that not was, played road- that, it was one of those games that i rented all the time just because i knew it was going to be and, I, and if it was at an arcade i always play you know it's just like um outrun but you have a gun on your car okay so yeah. Okay. Well, so, now nah, we'll play. You should just say outrun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it's just uh, one of those like everything. A lot of car, car games at that time where it's like you're not really racing anyone directly. It's just kind of keep driving. Right. <laughs> Get to the checkpoint, add more time, and keep going. Uh, it's it's like a it's like outrun mixed with like a like a third person over the shoulder style uh, spy hunter kind of thing. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah, I like Road Did Blasters. You- let me ask you a question. As you're watching okay. this movie, are you are you you're just like, man, this is just best. These are some messed up e-proms. Yeah. You, need to... <laughs> <laughs> you, need the, you need to. And we need to reflash this or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Since somebody out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which so so it ends up with them like basically like. Like, well, I won't like because, you know, the winner of Bracket Ralph, like when Felix wins, he gets a medal from the people and Ralph wants a medal. <laughs> right. Uh, and and basically you have the I forget what his name is, the main villager. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. He's not he's yeah. he's unimportant. Yeah. The mustache one, uh, you know, basically. Yeah. The biggest jerk of them all. Uh, he. uh can't even see it like at the, when you come back to it later in the movie like can't even see how his bs uh led to this situation that they're in um right but uh because it makes no sense for them to ostracize ralph um because you he's because integral to the game he's integral to the game and you you know that uh you're that it's, it's a game they're fully aware it's not like some of the other stuff where they're not like 
functionally aware that they're trapped. It's not like the Truman show or something where they right. don't realize they're not in a game. They think they know they're in a game. They know what the rules are of a game. They, they're familiar with the concept of going turbo and everything. Like right. they know that he's just a character in this play, but and there's a world outside of yeah. the games, but they, but they still ostracize him for no seemingly reason other than the fact that his role in the game is to bring chaos to their house. That is right. fixed at the end of the night, every night. So it's another one of those things where it's trying to tell like the story is setting up. I think we talked about it with um, Fox and the Hound where it's trying to tell a story of like racism or something, but it doesn't really commit to the bit (laughs) like kind of half, it kind of half asses it in a lot of ways. And it doesn't really, it's, it's never really like, making much of a point because it's not it only knows what its point it's trying to make is it doesn't know how to uh set the path up (laughs) so it's it's weird it's a weird sort of starting point of your characters he like he that character is the bill watts of the game now you gotta ride the heel bus brother yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah it's it's like a bunch of carnies on here yeah it's... in this one game because everyone else like you don't see them really you, yeah. you do but they're throwing stuff out the window like yeah. uh like rampage or yeah urban like champion handing yeah. him handing him a pie to for bonus points and things like that and, yeah. and at the very end where they throw ralph off the roof right. um but it's like yeah so it's so weird that like everything ha- is like everything takes place in sort of like a pro wrestling universe of like, okay, well the kids like, okay, all the kids are gone. It should be okay to be friends with Ralph now, but no man, you gotta, you, like you said, you gotta take the heel bus. So yeah, you get to the heel bus. Uh, can't let, can't let the Mark scene is coming in the next yeah. town. So like, you know, so like, and so, the, you know, after all this said done and he's just like, they give him the, like, if you ever get a medal, then it's like, it's like, yeah, you can have some cake and we'll give you the sweet or whatever. Um, but it's like and, yeah. you know he won't. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you get greeted with like the outside world of the arcade, which um, again, this is like this. These are like Tron rules that I don't fully understand. What point they're trying to make with like surge protectors? So, the- yeah, so this is like the surge protectors are like the city. This mm-hmm. thing, like, it's like you can just go and. Everyone just sort of, it's like, it's like a grand central station. Right. You get into the, you get into your little, uh, in Wreck-It Ralph's case, his little train takes him out to the main hub and you could just sort of like hop back and forth between arcade games. So in this reality, the arcade games aren't connected. Like aren't connected to other arcade games in the universe. They're just connected to the arcade games in this one arcade. Right. Um, so this is a universe that is always on the verge of uh, complete annihilation because this is right. a this is an arcade in 2012. Um, and it's not it's not even a bar game. No. Uh, so it's like a legit. Like- Gen, yeah. like it's yeah it's the arcade we would have grown up in it, it, it's it's you know there's a bowling alley next door or something you know right. <laughs> it's um, darkly lit and yeah yeah 
Yeah, and it's got an old man dressed as a referee wandering around yeah. with the quarters on his hip. Like this is uh, th- today, uh, like in in these pandemic times, this these characters, their world is gone. Uh, yeah. All their games have been loaded up in a truck. Uh, I have bought one off of OfferUp for yep. you know, uh, eight hundred and fifty dollars. So now I have a. Uh, I don't know what game I would have gotten. <laughs> it's definitely not Fix It Felix Jr. The game kind of seems boring. Uh, <laughs> you might have you might have ended up with Road Blasters or Street yeah. Fighter. Street Fighter, yeah. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. Uh, it's probably Rainbow Edition, so... <laughs> Heck yeah, baby! Air Fireballs! Let's yeah. do it! <laughs> Random Morphin. Um, but yeah, but also, like, arcade games... You know, as you know, but um, for listeners, know, like they're some of them are difficult to maintain. Yeah, you know, they're all very, yeah, they're very difficult to maintain. And like, so they should be like constant chaos with this. Yeah, there should be because like you see, Cubert is homeless in this universe, which really means that I don't know how long this arcade's been around, but. uh He's the only homeless person in this universe, it seems right. like. Uh, so he's the only arcade game to have gone down? <laughs> and... Maybe because Kubert had that weird control deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to it's hard to find a replacement for it because it only goes in the X pattern. And there are way more characters seen hanging out and doing stuff than this arcade cap this arcade owner could yeah. possibly have. Like, <laughs> so here's my question. So Tapper's in it, right? Yes. Is it the Budweiser ROM or is it the other? No, one? it's very clearly not. If, okay. Because they do pan away and it's just Tapper and they're very clearly just having root beer. It is not the Budweiser branded Tapper. Yeah. Which if you're going to, if you're going to download that ROM, just get the Budweiser one. The uh, local arcade that I go to last time I was there, they had the legit Budweiser. Root nice. Tapper game. And it was uh like that's 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 a, that's a genuinely fun arcade game. You know what I wish they had what what they we're getting into the weeds now. Sorry, but yeah. what I wish they'd included was Neo Geo because those are in every arcade. Yeah, and every laundry and in, in, in the early to mid nineties, every laundromat you went to was yes. a Neo Geo cap. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, at least, at least, there's that the iconic Neo Geo sound effect should be heard somewhere in this movie. Yes, of the yeah. of it booting up, of the ROM booting up. Yeah, um, like Neo Geo was in every line of it and every oh, yeah. Mexican bakery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, there definitely needed to be a uh, Samurai Showdown character or Terry yep. Bogard somewhere, <laughs> or Super Strikers or something. Yes. Yeah. But um, but base, of, baseball stars. Yeah. Um, in an ideal world, uh, like Jocasta from uh, Windjammers uh, shows up. Yeah. Good uh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, if kids watching this movie, he's like, why is that guy playing frisbee? <laughs> yeah. Why does that man throw his hat all the time? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you, are you okay? Bust a wolf. Um, but uh, but we we do have the Ralph uh, scene of him at his the Badenon uh, mm-hmm. thing where he's just all of these characters. Let's see, you've got Bowser, uh, 
Clyde from Pac-Man. Clyde's the orange ghost. Yes, he's hosting it. Uh, you got Eggman. You got Bison. You got Zongief. And you've got some other like uh, random sort of like zombies and uh, Satine. Boot- <laughs> bootleg Kano. Yeah, bootleg Kano. Even though it's like clearly Kano, but they don't like... Yeah. Like, even if you look at, like, the characters, uh, it's got Neff from Altered Beast, which was wild to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, it's the one, it's probably the one, like, actual fan service scene. Um, oh, sure. Because everything else is super generic or just, like, rip offy which is funny mm-hmm. because like it exists in a world where these characters clearly um exist like like this is a donkey kong game and this is a, this is kano from mortal kombat but it's not right but mortal kombat clearly would exist in this because i mean street fighter exists and all of these other probably from st- ghouls and ghosts or ghouls whatever and ghosts yeah um which is weird. You already have Capcom in there, so yeah, there's plenty yeah. of Capcom. So, but like, yeah, if you know, it sounds like Nintendo was particularly kind of difficult about who they can and can't have. Yeah, uh, which I, that's just par the course for Nintendo. Um, but at least like, their Mario's mentioned. Lara Croft gets a mention at one point mm-hmm. in the movie, um, and there's lots of like little. Uh, uh, like graffiti and things in there that I really enjoyed. If you watch it, mm-hmm. there's like Aerith lives was a graffiti in there, which is really good. Yep. Um, there was an all your base are belong to us. Go- thing <laughs> in there. Um, I do think, uh, I think Shang Long was here appears at one point as graffiti or something in this movie. Um, to stand a chance. You must defeat him. Yes. Uh, uh, there was like uh, a Jenkins, which was a reference to Leroy Jenkins from mm-hmm. the World of Warcraft uh, meme yep. from ancient internet meme. Uh, Old days of YouTube. Yeah. But, yeah I think it's, it's pre YouTube. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, like, right. that's like Newgrounds kind of stuff. <laughs> that's, that might be even, even be like, uh, you're the man now, dog. Or... Yeah. My TM. Yeah. Yeah, um, and there is the Metal Gear uh, exclamation sound effect that appears. Yes, well, it, it, so I guess you're right because Nintendo obviously was weird about it because Wreck-It Ralph's Donkey Kong and Sugar Us is just the Mario Kart GP. Yeah, it, it's and then even like when you see the game in action, it's like, oh wow, they just really—it's just Mario Kart. Like this game existing in a universe with Mario Kart, like nobody would be playing it. It'd be like, this yeah. just. It's a rip off of Mario Kart. There's a Mario Kart GP machine right here from that, sure. that Namco put out, and I can just play right now. It literally has a thing where it has your face in it. It has yeah. the same thing, dude. It's just Mario Kart GP. It has, a, it has the same font. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. But, anyways, Ralph decides he needs a medal. He finds out how to get a medal from like a drunk trooper from. Dude, hero's duty so he gets he he goes turbo effectively he steals a suit sneaks into the game sneaks into the game and ends up winning the medal in this weird sci-fi 
Gears of War, not on rails. I don't know what kind of major C thing with like because like the bugs in it that they're fighting are computer viruses. Like so, like like so, they're they're kind of like the things from the Matrix where they're trying to get into cy cy bugs. Uh, Right, it's like a Starship Troopers kind of thing going on. He's Um, afraid. Yeah. (laughs) So. So yeah, so he, yeah, he ends up getting the medal in that, um, and then winds up in um, Sugar Rush, right? Which is the Mario Kart game of this arcade, uh, where he meets Vanellope, which is the Sarah Silverman character who steals his medal, so she can basically buy her way into the by throwing her coin into the hopper uh, in yeah. a weird. I don't whatever uh and because she's trying to become a racer the way this game works is that it's a the the racers that are playable are different every day yeah like it's randomized every day which i no arcade game would do that like it's not like it would be something that like Unless, like, the only way that happens is if he unplugs the game at night and plugs it back in. Because remember, like, there are games where it's like, oh, these things unlock, but once they're unlocked, they sort of stay unlocked in the arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, but, uh, or, or like, um, Donkey Kong. So if you remember, like, Donkey Kong, the um, the conveyor belt level doesn't appear in your first playthrough. Nope. Uh, it's just something that shows up later. Uh, the pie factory, as a lot of people call it, even though it's the... Right. It's a cement factory, although it has little pans that come across filled with cement, but they look like pies. Uh, so it's the pie factory. And if you grew up with the NES version like I did, you didn't know that level exists. Yeah, that, la- that level is not there. So it's just a three-level game for the NES. Just the, so, uh, but if you got the Game Boy version, that level was there. <laughs> it's a, the best version of Donkey Kong. Donkey OG Kong Donkey 94, Kong. absolutely the Heck best. Yeah. Amazing um, game. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like one of your kids agrees. Uh, my, my son is, yeah, yeah, he's upset that he can't watch his Nickelodeon bumpers before bed. No. Um, so, yeah, so y- you start learning about this Sugar Rush world of candy. Uh, very Willy Wonka esque. Everything's edible. Uh, right. Everything's eatable, even the wallpaper. Uh, you know, like. Snodsbury says, like Snodsbury's. Yeah. Um, and you've got King Candy, who is the ruler of the kingdom, who's n- not Ed Edwin. Um, <laughs> but he... <laughs> yeah, it's the Mad Hatter. It even has the aesthetic yeah. of the Mad Hatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you learn that um, you know Vanellope has this little like glitchy thing where she's just like randomly teleporting, uh, which you know that's weird. I wonder yeah. if that will play into the storyline at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, she should have been snaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's if you know if you get that reference, then good on you. Fidelity was lag switching. <laughs> so they eventually sort of like come to an understanding with one another because they basically have the same end goal where they just want to be accepted within their own game. Right. Uh, so he helps her build her own cart. Uh, in their weird di- in the Diet Cola Mountain with Mentos stalactites, yeah. which is yeah. hilarious because uh, it, it it's Mentos, so it is 
this this sugar rush game does have branding in it because it has right. mentos and nest quicksand uh yes. so they well, did get I mean, they did get branding come on keep in mind like pole position had what pepsi and marlboro yeah. in it yeah. yeah so it's it's very realistic for uh for that kind of although for a modern game it's especially like this weird like mario kart like all everything's like this fake like it's right. like the, it's like the parody uh banners and everything but um also i wonder what okay who do you think is the developer of Sugar Rush? What company do you think would have made Sugar Rush? I mean, my guess is Bandai. Bandai, I was gonna say it's it seems it's it reeks of a of a Namco game. It's a Bandai because, Namco, yeah. Yeah, because I mean they are the ones that made the Mario Kart GP. Right. It's there because Pac-Man That's is in that game. Yeah. yeah. I guess but like I don't know how old the game is either, but uh, theoretically, I guess if it was if it was any older, it would have definitely been a midway game uh, <laughs> or something like yes, like cruising, cruising or yeah, yeah. or um, because it, it's old enough where somebody goes turbo and then like infiltrates the game. So yeah, so uh, so can't be, but, but that setup is very mid two thousands. Yeah, it's late 2000, so. Yeah. It's how, how old is Mario Kart GP? That's like a five, 10, 15-year-old game, maybe? Yeah, it's got to be 10? 10 years by now, at least. Yeah. At least. Uh, so, so yeah, that's... Uh, okay. I, I, we're Better on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like San Francisco Rush and yep. Sugar Rush, and like it's the it's the female. Uh, we we got to sell an arcade game to girls. So we're gonna make so next to San Francisco Rush is Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I don't. You know what I didn't notice. I didn't see any like ticket munchers or like coin or token. Yeah, he like, didn't have he didn't have any of like. Uh, what? Like the, uh, that's where you're welcome to the yeah. International Frog Olympics or whatever. Yeah, yeah like like no or or the super stacker thing. Like yeah. he didn't have like the impulse games. Like yeah. this is why your business is failing, sir. Yeah. You need to be yeah, you need to be sell you need to also tempt children with spider rings and uh Tootsie oh, rolls. Yeah, Tootsie Rolls and have hanging behind the counter like a Rastafarian banana and a uh and like a Super Nintendo that they know they'll never be able to win. <laughs> some Nerf, <laughs> some Nerf guns. <laughs> yeah, some some Nerf in strikes that are like fifty thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah. You could you could get this, but you're most likely just going to get like a Green Army man with a parachute uh, rubber band to him. <laughs> I was, or you go for the Kush ball that lights up when you throw it up ground. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want the Super Ball. That's for sure. Yeah, and lose it in the arcade. I'm gonna bounce it once. It's gonna have, a, <laughs> it's, gonna have an, it's gonna have an erratic hit. It's gonna hit like an old peanut that's on the floor and just yep. uh, lose it underneath the uh, time crisis machine and call it. A- <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like the the part I have focused on most of his movies, like how is he still staying afloat? Yeah, this thing looks yeah. like it's in a strip mall or something. Yeah, it's like it's like how weird. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know what part of the country he's in. I right. don't know. Like, like I said, if it were a barcade, yeah, like, okay, sure. Like you know, ten eight, like, after after nine o'clock, all the kids get out and <laughs> right because like it, it's like he's independently wealthy because the second movie establishes that he doesn't, he's not. 
Yeah. Like this yeah. is like a place I would I would open and operate if I just won the lottery tomorrow. Like, all right, I'm gonna yeah. open this place up. I don't care if it turns a do- turns a profit. Yeah. I was gonna go just, hang out there. It's just a place for me to hang out and to own oh, to like I'm gonna rent every arcade game and pinball machine. There was no pinball machines there either, which yeah. Uh, right, which is weird. Yeah. Litwack's yeah, early in his sixties. Yeah, come on, Litwack. You gotta give yeah. me at least I gotta get at least the Twilight Zone up in there. Get me some Get me something, I mean, man. But he, but he's maintaining all this stuff himself, so obviously. And but he's not. Again, but he's not because oh, when Michael right. Ralph breaks down, he has to call the guy in tomorrow. He he's to not maintaining it himself. <laughs> yeah, because pinball stuff is hard to maintain. Yeah. So, but he would be calling in a guy to maintain the pinball machines because mm-hmm. no arcade owns their arcade games. If you look at it, go to any arcade, they have a little sticker in it saying, this was rented from, you right. know, American Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. they, they might own a few, but it's yeah. not, it's not profitable to buy them outright. Yeah. Again, but when you, were it me, but when you, yeah, I would buy you, them all. Yeah. But when you rent them, they come with service. So Correct. that's why you rent them. Uh yeah. So, anyways, anyways, uh, yeah. Somehow, uh, this is how arcades work. Yeah, uh, uh, she they get she gets her cart finally. Uh, they go to go to the race. Uh, listen, we're skipping so much of this movie because, like I said, there's like three plot points. Like Felix, like the, the arcade machine itself, the fix it Felix Junior machine, it goes haywire because ralph's not there and so they right. put it out of where he has to call in a guy and so felix goes out to try to find ralph he ends up in heroes, heroes duty. duty where he meets um uh jane, jane lynch, lynch and Fall in love. falls in love with her she needs to help uh, get the cybug that escaped when ralph escaped the game in a escape pod one of right. the bugs from the thing came with him ends up in sugar rush is going to sort of destroy sugar rush eventually. So now they're on a, so fix it. Felix and Jane Lynch are on a mission together. You learn her backstory of her husband getting killed on their wedding day by these bugs. Uh, So she can never love again, Nick. It's just never going to happen. And, or maybe. Yeah. um, So, yeah. So, Eventually, we learn. We're just. Gonna, I'm just going to skip right to the sort of this, the meat of this plot. Sure, sure. Uh, eventually, we learn that uh, King Candy, because Ralph, when he gets back to his arcade machine after get, after he gets his medal, because he agreed to take his medal, uh, the King Candy told him that uh, you know he's protecting her. She can't race because she's all glitchy and weird, and just you know it's for her own good to you know her own psyche basically um, right so ralph dis- ralph gets his medal back and destroys her cart and runs away basically <laughs> because it destroys yeah. their friendship at that moment um and, and keep in mind that she did give him his own a medal that she made herself that says my hero on it so like out of like sugar cookie it just, just yeah cookie um but you, he gets back there. The the wiener villager guy is still there, uh, pouring himself a drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and doesn't he still doesn't really accept Ralph even with the medal? Yeah, 
yeah, even with the metal doesn't accept Ralph, but gives him the penthouse. Um, and, and again, the, absolutely not noticing that like you co-created this problem that because nobody's there now. Felix is gone. Yeah. The arcade game's going to get unplugged. Um, so as Ralph's moping, he stares out and sees Vanellope on the side of the arcade cabinet of Sugar Rush because Sugar Rush is across from Fix It Felix Jr. And so then he's like, oh, what the, what? <laughs> Why is she so on he there goes, if she's a glitch? If she's a glitch and isn't supposed to be in the game, is an unfinished character that's not supposed to be in the game. So he uh, ends up back in the Sugar Rush, learns that it was King Candy that uh, tried to delete her. That's why she's all glitchy and stole all of the villagers' memories. And uh, he's Turbo. <laughs> And he's and during the race, you find out that he's turbo yeah. uh, as because he's trying to all she has to do is cross the finish line. She doesn't have to win uh, it's because if she ever crosses the finish line, it resets the game. And oh, it's like the Mojo World level from Genesis. Yeah. X, yeah. X. <laughs> yes. So by by her crossing the finish line, it flashes the ROM, basically sets it to. Uh, you know, factory, factory setting. settings, right? And she's back in the game, and ever and and that's that's what that is. It fixes her, and there you go. Uh, and you find out that, and and this happens like the final showdown has the cybugs taking over. P- Vanellope is in the race, uh, she's doing a good job. You know, her and she glitches, and they get to get out of the sort of the car foo battle she was having with King Candy slash Turbo. Um, but everything starts falling apart because the bugs are taking over everything. And King Candy like fuses with one of the bugs. Yeah. And they have like basically a big final boss fight, like video game style boss fight in <laughs> Cola Mountain with the t- Mentos and everything. And uh, he goes uh, Cyber Akuma. Yeah. And so basically Ralph just ends up creating this big light for all of the bugs to be drawn to and get disintegrated fixes the finish fix it felix fish fixes the finish line pushes vanellope over the finish line everything resets she gets revolt gets unveiled that she's the princess all along right uh uh, everything is fixed everyone's happy extracts revenge on the girls like or she's like oh let me put you guys to death yeah (laughs) <laughs> execution and then yeah a taffeta is just absolutely bawling her eyes out <laughs> i laughed i laughed I, that was part super funny because like that's yeah I, I, I and i do like the ready. it's like i do like the uh you can stop crying I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just run like just running mascara <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it was good. It was good. Actually, there's a, there, the one-liners in this are the better are better than any of the writing. One of my favorites was, um, uh, when she, she's like, "What if what if they don't like me?" It's like, "What an annoying brat with dirty hair? Who doesn't like?" That? <laughs> <laughs> that's you, such a Simps- like- that's such a Simpsons line too that you could tell that that's sort of. <laughs> and you also get to say like some of their stuff's ad libbed, and we're like, we're just yeah. gonna use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So she gets, uh, she, she gets her main character spot in Sugar Rush, uh, and 
<laughs> Ralph's game gets saved because everyone goes back. Everyone's kind of working together now. They bring in the Cubert guys to be in the bonus levels, which is <laughs> again. What are you doing to the ROM? Was just bootleg yeah. ROM? Of the, who made who who made Cubert? Uh, it's uh, Gottlieb. Gottlieb. So does yeah. So does that mean Gottlieb made Wreck It Ralph? Uh, because if not, then there's some sort of like whoever owns that now, whoever owns Cubert yeah. now, it's like, well, listen, we have to sue these guys. They just put Cubert yeah. in the game. Cubert <laughs> in there. Yeah, we gotta, who's who's this? Or, or it's like a Miss Pac Man situation where it's like, you know, some college students just made a faster playing Pac Man and put a bow on the head of regular Pac Man and said, here we go. And yeah, <laughs> like again, Rainbow Edition Street Fighter. Yeah. There, so, somebody's gonna come after, uh, uh, Ed O'Neill here and yeah. <laughs> shut him down. It's like, um, how did you program Cubert? <laughs> they're not even the same. Like, Cubert's isometric. <laughs> right? This is a 2D plane. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Golly had only done Cubert, like, I think they were approaching a pinball company, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm just trying to see who owns Cubert now because I have no idea. Uh, Sony Pictures released Cubert 2005 for Windows uh, in was October of Pixels. Sorry, God. Yes, he was in Pixels. Pixels uh, okay. Because yeah, the, the one guy uh, makes love to Cubert. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so the Cubert guys are in there, and it's now. Uh, Wreck It Ralph has a, or Fix It Felix now has a uh, new lease on life. Kids love it. And then you cut into the, uh, that song that Disney loves that song, man. Uh, it, who is it? It's uh, Owl City. Uh, please, uh, when please, can, don't, please don't say the song. Uh, when Can I See You Again? Which they used pretty much as the, when they did the it wasn't uh, the electric parade, but they did like uh, it was paint the night parade, and that was yeah, the yeah. song. They repurposed that and like had it done up in a bunch of different like movie styles. Like this is the you know Cars version of like, this song. This is the Toy Story version of this song. This is the this Frozen is the version for Reggae Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but also. The best part, if you stick around in the credits for after the Owl City song, you get uh, quite a the, the treat of a brand new Buckner and Garcia song. Yeah. Was that uh, actually Buckner and Garcia? That's Buckner and Garcia. Yes. Nice. Yes. Uh, they just pop up. They, I mean, uh, I was going to say they just pop up once in a while, but one of them's definitely not popping up anytime soon. Again, I forget which one died. Uh, okay, besides Pac-Man, the only song I know they had was Do the Donkey Kong. They did the Do the Donkey Kong. They had a Frogger song. Uh, they only have like... They did uh, They did a Giant Bomb song. Did Remember they that? really? Yeah, they did a song I for don't. Giant Bomb. Yeah, uh, it was in... Um, it was in a uh, rock band when they were doing like the rock band network stuff because uh, uh -huh. I, think, I think Ryan Davis worked really hard to get like them like into the rock band network like they got because you know how it was like you know Nav navarro had 
he worked for harmonics and right. everyone was close there and everything. So he was able to get them and they ended up right doing a, uh, a giant bomb song, which uh, right. you can find, I forget what it's called now. Um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Butler and Garcia, if you guys don't know, is yeah. uh, they, they did Pac-Man fever. Yes. Pac-Man fever. Uh, here, no, here's the, uh, pa- let's see. Here's the, here's the Pac-Man fever track listing. Uh, track number one, Pac-Man Fever, Froggy's Lament, Ode to a Centipede, Do the Donkey Kong, Hyperspace, which is an asteroid song, yep. uh, The Defender, which is a Defender song, Defender. Mousetrap, uh, which is Mousetrap, not the board game, but the rip-off Pac-Man Mousetrap, and Going Berserk, which is... Berserk. berserk yeah uh so crazy and so anyways uh, on september 9th 2011 buckner and garcia revealed its new song on whiskey media's big live show live 2 called found me the bomb which was about the gaming website giant bomb the song was made after an interview in june 2011 in which buckner and garcia called in during a live pac-man tournament giant bomb was having nice <laughs> Ryan Davis jokingly said during the podcast that the duo should make a song about them. And then <laughs> to his shock, one day he received an MP3 containing the song. <laughs> so. I, I also, I want to find this, this Pac-Man tournament. It's yes. I, that's gotta be one of those unarchived things that you just gotta dig around for. Like those yeah. big live shows. I, they never archived those. The big live lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then a uh, hundred chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was September of 2011, and then in November of 2011, Gary Garcia died of uh, unexpectedly. So, um, and the uh, Buckner later worked with Jamie Houston to write the song "Wreck It, Wreck It, Ralph" in the Wreck It Ralph film in 2012. So, like the next year, so it's 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 Buckner and Garcia, but it's actually just Buckner. But yeah, it, it's Buckner's. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's that's a fun movie, man. It is. It is a fun movie. It's. I, I don't really care for. Like have I said, those things in it. I yeah. You know. Yeah, because like I said, it 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 tries to f- pluck at your heartstrings too much, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't earn any of it. It tr- it just forces nope. it. It just for. It's just trying to just like push it in as hard as it can. Feel bad. Just, yeah, feel bad. You're supposed to feel bad here. Here's the sad scene. Now here's the redemption scene. Now here's the plot twist. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Cool. It, I think some of these movies fall into the trap where, and I'm looking at you, Ready Player One, the book and the movie. Yeah. Um, hey, we got all these licenses. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the hook. Yeah. I don't worry about everything else. Yeah. I, I am glad that the licenses at no point played a central theme in the movie. Um. Nobody, re- none of the none of this licensed characters really help the main characters. No, it's all their original stuff. Because if they did, you, now it's like uh, now we have to like, you know, we don't own these guys, and now we got to like, <laughs> and now we've got these right. as, like main characters in our universe. Oh, jeez, what have we done? Uh, <laughs> now we got to now we got to keep using Kid Dracula. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, oh, freaking Mappy's gonna be the star of the next movie. <laughs> we have to do now. We have to do a whole spinoff because of this deal with Namco. 
to- <laughs> yeah. It's just all mappy. We have to. Yeah. Stupid Capcom. They made us. Uh, we have to make a 1942 movie or 1943 movie now. <laughs> it's just called <laughs> The Loop Master. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Um, Wreck It Ralph actually sort of like it's 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 early uh the idea like the, the germation of an idea of Wreck It Ralph really does date back to the 80s with them mm-hmm. because obviously that's the Disney wanted to make a video game movie called High Score um but it's just been redeveloped and redone and like reworked over and over and over again throughout the years to do a video game movie. It just makes sense to do a video game movie in a lot of like, because uh, it, it, video games went from being like, you know, just these like toys and gimmicks and trends to pop culture um, relatively. And, you know, Disney jumped in, in the arc uh, video game stuff really early with Tron. Right. It's and, it's and it's almost full circle with this and Tron in a way. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of like Tron's like DNA kind of hit like the whole like world within a world, digital world yeah. and stuff. Like like these two could really work in a sort of in, in in the same universe of one another. Like you really like if if Litwick was Jeff Bridges, you wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I think Tron played was like a part of the second record, Ralph, like in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. The light cycle, yeah, yeah. Um, but even like, uh, what was the arcade uh, at, at Disneyland? Yeah, like that, that big, that big, nice arcade. So they've had their, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and like that arcade was, and, and when that, and when Record Ralph came out, that arcade, they you know wasn't really there anymore, but the Star Arcade. Uh, but they did. But they did fill it in with uh, a bunch of Wreck It Ralph machines, yeah. um, and you can meet Ralph and stuff at this little section. Um, I think they, there was a raffle for the physical cabinets too. Yeah, like, there, yeah there's yeah, yeah. so many of them, like fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So so yeah, it, I don't know. It, it it seems like Disney has. Has they have this weird relationship with video games because like they've always been making video games, like um, what one of the first video games they did was on the Atari. They had a Fantasia game, yeah, and you know the 16-bit era is when it really took off with video games. Like you know, there's the Aladdin, Lion King, all that stuff. The like even like to the point where yeah. like yeah, like even like. You know, and Capcom and Virgin, like you had different companies making Disney games, and like the right. Super Nintendo version of you know, we we could turn this show into a debate over the merits of both versions of Aladdin. For she <laughs> uh, could, the 60s. there's a clear answer, but you know, there's a clear cut answer at the end, and it's the Sega Genesis version. But yes, um, but why can't uh, the Super name? Nintendo version? Yeah, well. Yeah, the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin used like real Disney animators, so you know it's animated better, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways, like based off of actual film reference and stuff. But but yeah, yeah. So it's it's the, also Disney has a really sports like yeah. Now we don't care about video games like like yeah. after uh, Epic Mickey. 
after Epic Mickey, uh, Epic Mickey did a lot uh, for Disney in a weird way uh, because it was basically what brought Oswald back into the fray for them. But uh, because in order to make that game work, they needed to get the license for Oswald back. So that's why they did the whole trade for, for Al Michaels. For Al Michaels. Uh, <laughs> Still weird, dude. Still yeah, weird that even, nothing happened. Even he, even he agrees. That's like, I'm, I was traded for a cartoon character. That's the yeah. only person in history that can probably say that. Um, uh, but... Yeah, it's 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 weird to see Disney sort of fall hard off of the thing. But now it's like now that Disney owns everything, uh, you know, we're getting the whole like, well, Star Wars is technically Disney video games, and then you got yeah, 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 you get the Indiana Jones game that's coming out. You got all of the uh, Marvel stuff, you know, Avengers right. is out and, and things like that. Like, but it but is- like, but Disney as as a whole, like has given up on sort of a, the, the video game market and they used to have their own publishing. Like Disney infinity is not that old. You could still find figures cl- in clearance bins around the nation. Uh, <laughs> and that's a good yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, like you, I, I, I played it, but yeah, I know you, you're, you're high on it, especially the, the figurines. Yeah. Um, that was a fun little game, but uh, you know, toys to life is a hard sell because of how much foot, foot space you know how much of a uh foothold they have in your like collection like it's like well i have all of these like three inch beefy action figures that like they're not even mm-hmm. action figures they're statues like i can't display all of them <laughs> i have to throw them in a bin and then it's like i want to play this game but now i have to pull all this nonsense out. <laughs> so, i mean at least with lego dimensions they were just standalone yeah. minifigs so you mm-hmm. can just throw them on your shelf with your other stuff yeah, I can definitely have Sonic the Hedgehog hanging out with the Ghostbusters. And Gandalf, so. Yeah. So that's good. I'm fine with that. But yeah, the Disney stuff is their own standalone thing that was just like, like, I already, like, I have a Hulk toy. I don't need this one, too. But I kind of right. do need this one, too. But I don't need this one. But I... <laughs> Some say there's some Donald Duck orange juice cartons with Disney and <laughs> Boy, was it? It wasn't until last, last year, year, sir. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe late maybe the year 2019. Before. Yeah, but it was like, why is this still on here? <laughs> the same, why? the same comic strip of Donald Duck getting a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, like the game. No, the game hasn't been produced for six years now. <laughs> JJ, I, I propose you and I do a, a mini-sode just about Donald Duck Orange Juice. The the brief history of Donald Duck Orange Juice. Yes. It cured JJ's COVID. It did. It did. It, it definitely it. did. I got some of the I got between the I got the orange juice and the um Donald Duck Goofy's punch and I'm I'm actually stronger than I've ever been. So Yes. I, I'm almost I'm I'm practically immortal at this point. <laughs> It's like drinking out of the, the holy chalice. Yeah, yeah. I chose. You chose. He chose. She chose uh, yeah. wisely. Just wisely. I love um, Donald Duck orange juice. I know. It's so good. It's because it's super acidic. It yeah. almost it almost burns, and that's what makes it. <laughs> no pulp, though. No pulp. It is. It's. It's. It's what. It's like sunny delight, but real orange juice. <laughs> yes, but um, like. 
kind of better than Tropicana, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can buy this stuff in big bottles at the Dollar Tree, so it's obviously, <laughs> yeah. it's obviously, it's obviously like, oh, these are the, these are the, these are the unsellable oranges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's Moe's big bag of abnormal Oreos. <laughs> yeah. but, but I don't know what it is, but you've a cold or your flu, Don the yep. orange juice. That's like the first thing I want. Yeah. I just assume it has like four times the amount of vitamin C in it yeah. as any orange juice. Like, like it's 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 probably lethal uh, in some way, but uh, like it, 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 some say it has the most amount of calcium ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like my bones have deposits on them now. Being to yes, it. I'm basically uh, doomsday. Yeah. <laughs> Spikes. <laughs> Uh, to research the Sugar Rush segment of the film, the visual department group traveled to a trade fair ISM in ISM Cologne, a C's candy factory, and other manufacturing facilities. <laughs> the group C's also Candy's brought- here in C's Candy uh, is that a, is that the Start, factory? Started out started down in LA, but it's like really it's LA and Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, C's Candy's. There's one at the mall, and I just pop in there just to get the free sample and leave. I don't care. I'm, I'm not above that. <laughs> I, 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 I st- I've never seen anybody working in a C's candy under the age of 55. Yeah, let's say 55 is a is is a youngin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it, it's it, I, I assume it's like uh, the olden days of Walmart where like a door greeter. Was could mm-hmm. only be seventy five years or older. And right. I feel like it's the same rules. Like it's it's nothing but blue hairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 gonna retire, but I still want to keep busy. Seize candy. <laughs> uh, and I guess they brought in actual food photographers to make the candy look better, like oh. to make it appealing, which makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. And each section has like each game, like whatever world they're in, the special effects are different. Like smoke is different from one area to the next, and things like that. Right, which is, which is clever. They, they they did that stuff. Visually, this is a fantastic movie. Uh, yes, I just it think is. I just think, uh, and like, you know, character interactions, lines, is a. Like scripting is bad. Like the plot is bad, but like dialogue and stuff is good. Um, the pacing's bad. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you you have this weird like you have the Ralph subplot, you have the Vanellope subplot, and you have this like C story of Felix and uh, Jane Seymour. Uh, Jane Lynch. Thing. Yeah, I know. It's just Jane Seymour, uh, Doctor Quinn, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. I know that was the uh, or Solitaire. Uh, like you just have these like weird like it's too much it really just needed to be one it just needed to be the Ralph and the Vanellope story can like you know merge obviously but I don't think the the C plot was kind of like it kind of really just sort of drug the movie in a weird way and I didn't like that I mean I I guess I figure like we need these characters to be doing something while they're looking for Ralph and when Poochie isn't on the screen, the characters need to be saying, where's Poochie? <laughs> where's Poochie? Yes. Yeah. It's this whole like, well, if Ralph's not there, we need these characters need to do something other than look for Ralph. It's like, no, they could just look for Ralph. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the- let's see. This movie was supposed to come out in 2013, 
but they bumped it up to 2012 because it was ahead of schedule, a very rarity. Yeah, I would say so. And this is this one, this one, this one launched with that short film Paper Man, which I don't remember if you remember that short film. Sure do. It's uh, it's on that uh, Disney uh, shorts collection. All of those shorts are just fantastic. Yes, like, they are. They're also good. Like I, I like I like it when Disney just sort of lets sort of like an artist be an artist, and it's just right. like, oh wow, this is nice. We're going to release this. Like and actually give them money for it. You know, like you made a nice thing, and here you go. Um, so uh, Paper also just very sweet. A very sweet short. Yeah, most of them are. Most of them are so like the, the the Pixar ones, the Disney ones. Most of them, like the only time they're not sweet is when they're like licensed ones. They're like the Toy Story ones, or like the Frozen ones, or or Brave. the uh, uh, what's what's the the two elves? It's the um, that one was the weak one of the of the shorts collection. God, what are their names? Yeah, the the two elves where they have to like go get the thing for Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus. Yeah, yeah, I for, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the matchstick girl dies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's 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 look at this. Uh, a teaser for Wreck-It Ralph was released in 2012, <laughs> debuting alongside uh, Madagascar Three and Rock of Ages. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Uh, this also coincided with the 2012 E3 Expo. Uh, I don't know why I said E3 Expo because that's just an. Electronic energy. That's a redundancy. Yeah. Uh, where they built the arcade. That's what they built the arcade cabinet for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they, that same weekend, they put out a flash based version of Fix It Felix Jr., which I'm pretty sure is the same one that's on that little arcade thing that I have. Um, it's built in, uh, uh, was, it was released on iOS, Android, and Windows phones. Uh, and there were Unity based online versions of Sugar Rush and Heroes Duty, which I never played. That, no, I never. Yeah, I wonder what the heat. I can't imagine the sugar rush being anything good, or else uh, I'll track that down. Uh, it might second be like, trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Second trailer was released in September of 2012, alongside Finding Nemo 3D and Frankenweenie. Uh, anything else of interesting? Uh, to promote the home media release, Wreck It Ralph of Wreck-It Ralph, Rich Moore produced a short film titled Garland Hulse, Where Potential Lives. Set in the movie's universe, the mockumentary is designed as a parody of the King of Kong. Nice. I have never seen that. I wish I, I saw that before going in there, but I'm assuming it's on the DVD, and Disney Plus tends to have special features, so yep. I wonder if it's on there. Uh, as long as it dunks with Billy Mitchell. Yeah. That slime ball. Uh, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph opened, debuted at $13.5 million. Wow. Okay. Above average opening gross for an animated film. I definitely saw it opening weekend. I know that for sure. I uh, don't think I saw it opening weekend, but I do know I, I got the, the Blu-ray once it came out. The film fell 33% in its second weekend, finishing behind Skyfall. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, Skyfall is an amazing movie. Yeah, uh, it's eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, saying more than more than in most animated films, the art design and color palette of Wreck-It Ralph permit unlimited sets, costumes, and rules, giving the movie t- tireless originality and a different behavior in every different cyber world. So, 
Keep in mind, this is uh, Roger Ebert, notoriously uh, video games can't be art uh, fame. Cyber world. Cyber world. Welcome to welcome to cyber world. (laughs) Get ready. (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy zone. Uh, but this person says, conversely, Christopher Orr of The Atlantic found it overly plotted and underdeveloped, which is exactly how I would say this movie is. Yeah. That's that's realistic. I don't hate this movie, but also yeah. I don't like this movie at the same time. Like, I, I like I like I like existing in this movie <laughs> more than I like. Yeah. I like the universe that yeah. the, the the arcade games exist in. <laughs> Yeah, like if it, if it didn't have the licenses, I would not like this movie as much. No, uh, so I guess well, let's get to our favorite part of this whole thing. Or with the um, this one's gonna be quick too because we've already kind of talked tw- about two of the things already. Theme yeah. parks, Nick. Was there any theme park stuff for it? Yes, <laughs> yes, I mentioned it. They, they built they built the arcade stuff. You could go there and play Wreck It Ralph. You could meet Wreck It Ralph. The Owl City song at the end of this was featured prominently in the theme parks and sort of still to this day. Um, and it's, yeah, uh, definitely has a Disney likes this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a marketable movie. Want... Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a merch machine. Yeah. Um, video game wise. Of I course. Mean, you had to. Like, <laughs> Video game. That's a video game movie. We already talked about the Fix It Felix. They actually turned that into an actual arcade thing. Um, and Heroes Duty and Sugar Rush ended up. Yeah. Um, there were like, like, I think there was a Wii game or a Wii U game. There was, yes. There was Wreck It Ralph for the Wii, 3DS, and DS. That was bad. Okay. Um, a DS? Yeah. A yeah. DS game? <laughs> 2012 DS game. <laughs> what? Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, why were they still okay? Uh, it's an I. It's a side-scrolling arcade game developed by Pipeworks and published by Activision. <laughs> Taking place following the events of the film, players may play as Wreck-It Ralph or Fix-It Felix, causing or repairing damage, respectively. Following another. I bug incident. Game levels are based on locations in the game, <laughs> like Fix It Felix Jr., Heroes Duty, and Sugar Rush. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like they should have DS game made, baby. Yeah, I feel like they should have made like a like a game and watch up for it, <laughs> like a kind of like yeah. a similar thing. Yeah, remember that? Remember that like that big NES thing that was like big on the internet? That remix game where they just like you're playing Super yeah. Mario Brothers is like bill or lance from contra and stuff like that like yeah it feels like i, I love i yeah. have that my 3ds still i play it a lot yeah um let's see we've got uh there's the browser games ralph appears in sega's sonic and all-stars racing transformed as a playable character oh oh right does yep okay they that's are a good uh, game too they, yeah that's a really good game yeah uh they both are in Disney Infinity. Uh, mm-hmm. Ralph is not played by John C. Riley. Um, I'm trying to see. Let's see who this guy is. Uh, Brian T. Delaney is an American voice actor. Uh, let's see. 
boy, his uh, he was in Mr. Popper's Penguins. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in the 2012 Total Recall as ATC Dispatcher oh, Voice. Oh my god! Thanks for reminding me of that that shit show. Yeah. Hey, god. language. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was Scarecrow he, in Batman Unlimited. Uh, oh man! It's, so he's just voice guy. He, he's so he's Wreck It Ralph and everything other than that's not, you know, movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was in Mighty Number no. Nine. He was Mighty Number no. Five. <laughs> oh, he's the voice of Jonesy in Fortnite. Oh wow. Okay, well, good on you, dude. <laughs> Jonesy is like. Jonesy is like the face of that. He's, you know, the generic white blonde guy. Oh, okay. I think I say Jonesy from Alien. Like, what? The cat talked? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see the old the cartoon that came out? That's all Alien the, the animated toys series. Based off, and all the Kenner toys are based off of. <laughs> I would have watched that cartoon. I yeah. would have absolutely watched it. Yeah. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Uh, Colonial Marines for the cartoon. Uh, Wreck It Ralph was playable in the mobile game Disney Crossy Road. Uh, Repkit Ralph made his debut appearance in the Kingdom Hearts video game series in Kingdom Hearts 3, serving as a Link summon. Uh, a world based off Wreck-It Ralph was added to the mobile game uh, Kingdom Hearts Union. I doubt that's an X. Uh, <laughs> because it's a weird looking symbol, so it's Chi or something. <laughs> so, yeah. So plenty of He's playable the recent Tekken game. <laughs> and, uh, Nick, was there a sequel to Ragged Ralph? Absolutely. There was. Ralph breaks the internet. And unlike most of the times where we talk about a sequel, that's one we're actually going to have to do an episode on. That's uh, a shame. Yeah. That movie has precisely like one good scene. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it's like, oh. <laughs> hey, do you know what movie, you know how this movie has like an over convoluted plot? What if we yeah. got rid of all of the plot? What if there was nothing that happened in the movie? <laughs> what if we just like um, made Ralph super clingy and uh, just made it like really heavily focused on Gal Gadot for no reason? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that movie's bad, and we're gonna watch that. Unfortunately, luckily we got a few weeks until we have to worry about that. Oh, uh, I don't know. I. Something came down you're, with death. I can't yeah, watch it. You're washing. I'm. You're washing your hair that day. <laughs> yeah, yes, clearly, clearly washing my hair. Uh, uh, we'll we've decided. Uh, because I gave Nick the uh, job of getting the leather, and he's uh, failed me horribly on it. That we're yes, just I gonna have. do it. Uh, as a, and we're just gonna do it as a end of the series thing yeah uh, which is coming quickly we're almost at the end yeah. here uh <laughs> there's only a handful of movies left uh, because i feel like we need to clean up the list anyway yeah yeah um the one thing that's funny about this uh, uh <laughs> when we were originally doing it this was originally like if we kept on pace it was going to like finish up by the time frozen 2 was out <laughs> Uh, I clearly oh, didn't have it. House uh, one days of yeah, this, <laughs> but uh, instead, what we ended up, uh, what we're going to be doing is this is going to be coming out after 
Raya in The Last Dragon comes out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to I'm going to pay to rent it and then write it off my taxes. <laughs> All right, let's just we'll, we'll just 2012 Nick movies wise. Hell of a year for movies. (laughs) Hell of a year for movies. Yeah. Um, Number one movie of the year. What do you think? Um, I was it Avengers. Absolutely, it was Avengers, baby. Disney. Yeah. (laughs) Disney with its Avengers. Uh, Yeah, boy. Little art house. Little art house film. Uh, uh, Marvel pulling out the B Squad uh, to yeah, make for... a movie that worldwide grossed 1.5 billion dollars in exactly uh, 2012. Uh, number two is Skyfall. Great, honestly, the best Craig. Bond. Yeah, yeah, and I always get angry because the guy that I do the movie show with on the same mm-hmm. channel absolutely hates Skyfall, and it drives me nuts. It drives everyone nuts. Everyone gets How? mad. I don't know. He loves James Bond, but he hates Skyfall for some reason, and everyone gets mad at him. All of his friends are just constantly, how do you hate Maybe he just be contrary on a purpose. It feels like it. Um, uh, number three, Dark Knight Rises. Heck yeah. That's the, uh, that's the Bane one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fire, the fire. Actually, the thing that the best part to come out of Dark Knight Rises was that Bane cat. You yeah, Bane cat. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say like the Harley Quinn series where Bane. Yeah, the, the Bane in that one where it's just like it's the same Bane, but he's kind of a wiener. <laughs> I love that Bane so much. Yeah. Uh, recording. Uh, number four is The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. Uh, is that the which one is that? Is that the first one? Is that the first of the hobbits? Hobbits? Uh, Filthy yeah, hobbits? I think, yeah, I think that's the one I fell asleep during. <laughs> uh, number five, Ice Age: Continental Drift. That's the first uh, one of these I have not seen. Uh, yeah, me and my dad saw like the first four in theaters, and we don't really mm. know. It's like we saw the first one, and then like the second one, we like like that's a good movie. And the second one came out, and we just like hey, let's go see that. We saw the first one, and then the third one came yeah. out. It's like oh, we saw the thir- first two, might as well. That's yeah, tradition now. And the fourth one came out, we're like okay, we'll see this one, and then like the next one, it's like okay, we're not. They're not. They- <laughs> yeah. It's like the land before time, where it's like that first one's really good, and now it's just like yeah, you're okay, okay, we chill. get it. <laughs> literally and, yeah and now they're dead so yeah uh, uh disney just shuttered that uh blue sky studios down so, they did um so no more ice age movies <laughs> so, uh, darn it yeah uh i mean let's uh, blue sky wise i mean first ice age is really uh- good i love uh, the peanuts I, movie that peanuts movie is fantastic i think that's probably their best movie uh, out of blue sky, um, and spies in the it. spies in the skies that was in their last one, and that was okay. I thought spies in the skies was okay. Is know. that the one with Will Smith as a pigeon? Yeah, Will Smith and uh, Spider Man. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, number six, Breaking Dawn Part Two. Twilight okay, finale. Not not seen that one. Uh, is that the one? With the, is that the one with the really bad baby animatronic? No, one of them, I, I don't. One of them has a bad baby animatronic that is clearly just a robot, uh, and it's hilarious. That's the only I experience. Th- I think this is the one 
because my wife's best friend's a big Twilight fan, and I guess there's a thing where they threw like this whole thing in this movie where uh, what's her name, Kirsten Stewart, right? Yeah. She like has some kind of ability to look into the future, and all these characters murder each other, cool. and I guess the diehard Twilight fans in the theater were losing their effing minds. <laughs> and it was like, oh no, it didn't really happen. She just saw what would happen. <laughs> so so she was like Doctor Strange, where she was able to see potential yes. futures. And in this one potential future, everyone... Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven was The Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew the Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Uh, it was alright. I like that first one. Yeah. That's that's a fine little movie. I like Andrew Garfield. I got no problem with him as I got no beef with him as Peter Parker. Um, uh, Dennis Miller's Captain Stacy is a weird casting choice. So. Yeah, not a big fan of Emma, that one. Emma Stone's uh, okay though. I don't. Yeah, mind yeah, it's Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that was. Yeah, she's Gwen. Yeah, and, and you know uh, the lizard as the villain is hell yeah. And uh, chances are we might see Andrew Garfield Spider Man again. Yeah. If nothing else, through. if nothing else, we're going to see Andrew Garfield's nemesis Electro <laughs> from the sequel, Jamie Foxx's Electro, inexplicably yeah. in the Spider Multiverse. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen like other villains because they were setting up the other villains at the end of two. Um, I, I would have been interested to see what that universe's version of like. Dr. Octopus would have looked like or Vulture or, you know, Goblin or not, not Goblin. We got the Goblin, but like Hobgoblin or something. <laughs> like Who Venom. Rhino I'm always Venom? interested. Uh, it was Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. It's oh, Rhino. Giamatti it's was Rhino. Yeah. Which, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh man. God. It's such, a, it's such a meme casting. Like it really was designed to make you do that. Clearly, yeah. like there's no way you do that and not make people like Paul Giamatti is Rhino. Are you are you just messing with us? And the answer is yes. Um, Could you have gotten? I'm always interested. Rhino. I'm always Could interested to Rhino see. The wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I'm always interested to see like, you know, what these movies are going to do because, like, with Venom, you know, like when it eventually becomes a Spider-Man thing, like because that's, that's such a weird, like, you know, we got the Venom movie. Do you like the Venom movie? Yes. I like the Venom movie. I do too. And Tom Hardy sucks. Like, no, he's fine. No, he's weird. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, It's loud and obnoxious and stupid, which is what Venom is. I mean, this is definitely. Yeah. This is definitely a Todd McFarlane movie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, uh, Tom Hardy realized that and went and, and, and like leaned into that where everyone else is in a different movie than Tom Hardy. Yep. Um, Tom Hardy is in the right movie and everyone yeah. else is trying to be in an Avengers movie. And he is yeah. trying to be in his weird, like what is the, what is the accent Tom Hardy has in that movie? What is that? Yeah. I don't like know. Nobody can tell you what that Detroit. is. Yeah. Now there is one other person in that movie who does get it, Woody Harrelson. Yes, at the very he end. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I, that movie. Okay. That's uh, uh, there will be carnage is supposed to be out already. Like, 
And we've seen nothing from that movie and it kills me. I want to see something from that movie. Cause uh, that's perfect casting. Cletus casting. Cletus casting with his big, stupid, fake red, uh, bozo hair. Bozo hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, man, that movie's going to be stupid and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I hope, I, I hope part of me is like, I hope they put it into the spider verse, but also don't want it. To. I feel like that's why they put it in California. Uh, that way they had the option to like put them in the Spider-Man if they needed to. It's like, oh, they're on the different coasts, so they wouldn't interact. Technically, Lethal Adventure, the comic series, technically, Lethal Adventure takes place in San Francisco, so yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, rounding out the top ten of the year, we got uh, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't seen a single one of those movies. I haven't seen not Sam. Uh, number nine, The Hunger Games. I like the movie. And number 10, Men in Black 3. Men in Black 3 is all right. I didn't like the movie when I first saw it, uh, although the ending got me. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, It's been my genuine pleasure. Like, oh. And then I saw it again, and I was like, oh, actually, this is a pretty good movie, huh? Yeah, it's that that moment between he and Tommy Lee Jones, and it felt like genuine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a good cast. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Also, really, let's see. What anything else of major note come out this year? I don't know. It's, they're not telling me. They're refusing to tell me what else came out in 2012. How dare they? Uh, <laughs> uh, so I do like the. This is 2012 in film. This film is about the industry of 2012. For the 2009 film titled 2012, see the 2012 <laughs> film. Yeah, I, I'm good. Thank you. Look, you need a desk reference, for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, did, I can't think of anything else that... Uh, list oh, of American... Listen. Like... Uh, uh, I'm just looking to see if there's anything fun. Contraband! I saw that movie because my dad loves Mark Wahlberg, and mm. uh, I was drugged. I had I, I paid to see that movie. So not good. Uh, Beauty and the Beast 3D... I think I saw it in theaters. Haywire. Nope. Gina Carano's uh, <laughs> debut, Hollywood debut. <laughs> Roro Shaggy. <laughs> that, that was actually a good movie, but I can never watch it again. So there we go. <laughs> Haywire, I would have thought of Barbed Wire. Uh, <laughs> Anderson. Uh, Red Tails. That that was like George Lucas's like last like hurrah in Hollywood was Red Tails. Okay. That uh, World War One. Um, the the with Cuba Gooding Jr. and oh, that's uh, right, yeah. Terrence Howard. Yeah, another underworld movie, Full Metal Alchemist, The Sacred Star of Mios. Uh, I saw The Wicker. I was like, The Wicker Man. That seems that's not right. Oh no, The Wicker Tree. Never mind. Chronicle. Never Chronicle. That's the movie yeah. that got Trank Fantastic Four. No. It's written by Max Landis. It's the found footage one where the teenagers oh. get superpowers and stuff. Oh, uh oh, Max Landis. Ru- yeah. Again, Roro Shaggy. Yeah, it's and it's Michael B. Jordan. I think that's also what got him the Fantastic Four job too. So he hadn't had he done Creed yet? Uh, it's 2012. I don't think so. No, no, no. Because because Creed was 2015. Because I think I think 
he did this and then he did Fruitvale Station and then he did Creed. Mm. I think it's like that. Creed's his uh, best work. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I mean. Black Panther, he's good as, <laughs> yeah. as Killmonger. Yeah, he's a really good Killmonger. Uh, Journey to the Mysterious Island, starring Dwayne Johnson and Michael Caine. <laughs> Jesus. Safe House, Denzel Washington, Ryan Reynolds. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace 3D. Yeah, baby. Did you go see it in 3D? I absolutely. You kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah, I know. 3D. I got. I got my. I got my good. I got my good close personal friend Jar Jar Binks right here with me. Six inch Jar Jar Binks action figure. One of the like four Star Wars action figures I own. So. <laughs> uh, and then the Boba Fett in the background there. Yep. That's actually a model. That Boba Fett's a model. Oh. One of those. It's like a you know like Gunpla. It's like a Gundam like. One of those Bandai Japanese models. It's really nice. I need to get that. I, I, I pass the carbonized Boba Fett. I, I, I regret <laughs> it. And, and I'm staring at uh, Mando behind my yeah. computer monitor here. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Super Bowl. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Good God. I cannot believe that movie got made. <laughs> Do you remember who's in that movie? Um, It is... God... Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. I'm trying to remember like the the girl's name. Oh, um, it's a uh, 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 oh Heinz or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it's also got uh, Christopher Lambert in it. <laughs> it's weirdly. Sh- it's got those scenes where he's turning into the Ghost Rider. Yeah, and they're all shot weird. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. Well, Danny DeVito. Yes. Uh, boy, that's a cast and a half, isn't it? Danny DeVito, yeah. Zach Efron, Taylor Swift, Ed Helms, Rob Riggle, Betty White, Jenny Slate, <laughs> Stan Tobolowski. <laughs> Things that people on Reddit like. Yeah. Project X. Not the space monkey movie, but the weird party movie. <laughs> Oh, the house party thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim and Eric's billion billion dollar movie, which I definitely saw, and that's yeah. John Carter. Remember John Carter? John Carter from Mars. Yeah, that's actually a pretty all right movie. It kind of tanked, but it's a spectacle, and I like a good spectacle film. It was better than the uh, Lone Ranger. That's all we need. Yes. Uh, let's see. Foot now. Twenty One Jump Street. That was a good movie. I love Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Oh man, the Raid Redemption. Yeah. Did you ever see the Raid movies? I have not. Uh watch both Raid movies. They are okay. incredible. Um Gareth Evans <laughs> did the uh Raid movies. And it, it really is just like here's a here's a cop and he's in a hotel, like an apartment complex with a bunch of gang members and he's fighting his way to the top. <laughs> so it's game of death. Yes. Yes. And uh like clearly that Judge Dredd movie from a couple of years a few years ago with Carl Urban kind of drew inspiration from it a little bit too. I like the I like the Judge I like the Dredd movie a it's lot. It's good. It's very yes, good. It Comes Carl out before classic for that. Yeah. Uh Wrath of the Titans, Goon. Titanic three D came out. I liked Goon. Goon. I'm, 
I'm a hockey fan, so yeah, I like goons. Sean William Scott plays a believable hockey goon. So, well, our our boy Leave Shriver is in it as a yes. as, as an opposing goon. Yes, I love Leave Shriver, man. He's fantastic. Uh, Titanic 3D came out this year. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, again. Same guy directed Avengers, and well, you know, yeah, he he did the screenplay. He didn't direct it. So. Cabin in the Woods is a very smart movie. It's, it's just, so good. It does it. It plays with tropes so well. Yeah. And Thor is in it. So Thor is in it, and he he runs into a wall. From, he runs into the wall from WandaVision. Yeah, <laughs> it falls into a ravine. Uh, the Three Stooges. Oh my god, that's right. Remember, remember the, the Three Stages movie with Will Sasso? Yes. <laughs> it was supposed to be. Remember what the original cast was? It was like Sean Penn, Jim Carrey, and I f- forget who else, but it was like a weird. Like, could you imagine Sean Penn as a yeah. stooge? It never would have happened. I, I think of the TV movie a lot where Michael Chiklis was curly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? The Avengers came out this year. Did I? Did we talk about that? Uh, I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, the one with. Uh, um, You're uh, trying to think of the Avengers movie based on the British show, and you don't remember <laughs> anyone that's in it. It was Uma Thurman, I think, wasn't it? Was it was Uma Thurman and uh, Ray Fiennes <laughs> and Sean yeah. Connery. There you go. Dark Shadows, the uh, Tim Burton remake of the weird soap opera from like the seventies. <laughs> Nah. When that movie came out, my mom was like, I kind of want to see that. I loved Dark Shadows when I was younger. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be what you want it to be. <laughs> and Dark Shadows, the, the, the old soap itself was kind of tongue-in-cheek as it was. Yeah. Uh, the Dictator. Remember The Dictator? That's the one with uh, Sasha Baron Conan? Yep. And Ben Kingsley. Yep. <laughs> John C. Riley is also in that. Uh, Battleship. With Rihanna. Battleship with Rihanna. Uh, and Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skateboard. Skarsgård. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson is also in it. Because when they need an old man to yell orders to somebody, Liam Neeson's a good way to go. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black 3, Moonrise Kingdom, Snow White and the Huntsman, Piranha 3DD, 3DD. Yes, I remember the cover of that thing more than anything. That's actually those parent. That actually, they're pretty fun. Stupid little making fun of those movies. Movies. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's my boy, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Brave. Brave came out this year. Brave. <laughs> think about, think that's about, th- think about that. That wasn't even in the top ten. That was a Pixar movie that didn't make it to the top ten of the year. Yeah, I, I should be shooting for her own hand. <laughs> The story animated Becky Lynch. Yep. I always forget that if you could do it different, would you? (laughs) Uh, Given, you know, and that character is in the best scene of the next Rick and Ralph movie. So that's right. (laughs) Uh, Magic Mike came out this year, which uh, I saw like seven times. Uh, Just (laughs) starring our boy, Kevin Nash, big, sexy, big, sexy, Kevin Nash. Big daddy. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was also it's funny when he just pops up like you're sitting there watching John Wick 1 and it's like it's Kevin Nash <laughs> he's well, the one guy he's, like, 
Yeah, that's a, that's why he got his hair. Yeah, it's funny with like John Wick and he shows up. It's like he's the one guy in that first movie that John Wick comes across that he just doesn't kill. He like yeah. he's the one survivor of John Wick. In that movie. I mean, you got when you got the book, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you got to look, go look strong. Dark Knight Rises, Iron Sky, The Watch, Killer Joe. Total Recall, baby. <laughs> Starring Colin Farrell and Jessica Biel and Brian Cranston and Kate Beckinsale. Ethan Hawke is in it, too. The Bourne Legacy, the one with Hawkeye. The, oh, the Bad Bourne movie. The Bad Bourne movie, yep. Expendables 2. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, the the gimmick was done after the first yes, one. Exactly. They didn't pull off the gimmick perfectly in the first one, and it's like, well, you're definitely not going to be. Able I think to Van Dam was a f- villain in this one. Uh, that sounds yeah. Van Dam is in it, and you get more, and it, it doubles down on the Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. Yeah. Uh, Paranorman came out this year, which is a fantastic animated film. Mm. Uh, Leica doesn't put out very many bad movies, so. Uh, I think their last one was like their weakest, and that was that um, uh, missing link. Uh, uh, here are the here are the Leica movies: uh, Coraline, mm-hmm. Paranorman, mm-hmm. The Box Trolls, okay, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Missing Link. Uh, those are all like great movies. Like Kubo and the Two Strings is a phenomenal movie. Like if you've never seen it, go and see it. It's, okay. it's, well, it's incredibly good. I think, I think Paranormal's on Netflix, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cosmopolis came out this year, which was a David Cronenberg movie starring Robert Pattinson and is very, very good. Mm. <laughs> also with Paul Giamatti in it as well. <laughs> Not as Rhino. <laughs> Batman and Rhino. In one yeah. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the IMAX experience. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I would have. I didn't know that was existed, and I'm mad. I'm retroactively mad. Yeah, you're like, where the hell? I feel like somebody failed me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Retribution, which was the... Just more of those S- movies. Second to the last one. Seen all of those more than once. None of them are good, but here I am. <laughs> sucking them down like cheap candy. Uh, finding no. I about to say finding Norman. I don't know why, but finding Nemo, finding Nemo 3D. Dread, Dread came out this year. Yep. So, End of Watch, which is also a very good movie. I don't know if you saw End of Watch, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena and Frank Grillo, and it's a David Iyer movie, and it's like, you know, cop cam footage kind of thing. Like they're okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Hotel Transylvania, Looper. Who is a Looper? Was it that was that was, that? That was the movie? No, no, Looper was the one where Joseph Gordon Levitt is young Bruce Willis in the time travel movie. No, then I can't. No, you never saw Looper? I don't think I have. Oh man, so yeah, it's a, ti- it's a time travel movie, okay. And, uh, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Bruce Willis from like is and Bruce Willis are the same guy and it's you know it's it's a Ryan Johnson movie. Okay. So it's like his like big first like big breakout film. All right, so okay. It's not good, but also it's completely watchable. Okay. Um, Frank and Weenie Pitch Perfect. 
uh, WWE superstar Lana was in Perfect. Uh, that's kind of why. Taken. What is her name? She's in all the ads. She's Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah, Anna Kendrick and like... Rebel Wilson. Yeah. It's Anna Kendrick yeah. and Rebel Wilson are the two big stars from that. Uh, let's yeah. see. Taken two. We all love Taken. That's that. That's that's a given. Uh, Argo. Remember Argo? That was a good movie. I do remember Ben Affleck and John Goodman, baby. Yeah. Sinister, Ethan Hawke, maybe. Oh God, that that movie's messed up, dude. Yeah. Sinister's messed up. Like when he's Uh, he's watching that that thirty-five millimeter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like uh, it's got um, it's got my boy in it, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yep. (laughs) Uh, we're getting down to the end of it. Alex Cross. Came out this year, starring Tyler Perry in an action movie. <laughs> uh, Took a dress and put on a badge. <laughs> yeah. Our good friend in our uh, that we always make fun of is named Alex Cross. So. Yes, uh, they, they lead different lives. That Alex Cross and the real Alex, uh, our Alex Cross. Yes. <laughs> they both share love of, of dressing in drag. <laughs> Cloud Atlas. Uh, the only thing I remember from that movie, oh, a it's a Wachowskis. Uh, it's got Tom Hanks in it. And it's got Tom Hanks in Barry? it. Yeah, and uh, and Tom Hanks. That's the only t- the only time Tom Hanks has ever really gotten in trouble is because he was like he cursed on TV because they like he was in character saying lines and ended up saying the f word on like Good Morning America or something. And it's like the only time I can ever think of Tom Hanks. People are like Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks. No. <laughs> uh, it's another Silent Hill movie came out. The man with the iron fists, hell yeah! Dave you know Bautista. who directed what? Dave Bautista's in that movie. Yeah, uh, yes, he is. And you know who directed that movie? No, the RZA. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Russell Crowe, Lucy Liu, Dave Bautista, RZA, <laughs> Kung Lee, who was an MMA fighter as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wreck It Ralph, The Bay. The Bay sucked. One of those haunted, like one of those ghost stories that mm-hmm. nobody watched. Um, let's see, Lincoln. That was okay. Hey, yeah, that was, that was. Is that like when first like uh, Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah, it was his last movie. I don't think it was. His, it may have been. Yeah, Wait, it's like, like oh, he's crazy. Like yeah, he's like that's like he's just insane. Like don't talk to me when yeah. I'm a character. Let's see, Silver Linings Playbook, Life of Pi. Uh, Those Ang, are uh, Ang Lee's Life of Pi. Ang Lee, well known for his turn. I hate you. <laughs> Ang Lee, you suck. How come every other movie you did was fine? <laughs> but the Hulk was crap. It was uh, where uh, he has a fight with a cloud. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, Red Dawn. <laughs> the remake with Chris Hemsworth. I yeah. saw that theater with a friend, and we're that both was, like, "Yeah, well, that was a movie." That was a movie that was supposed to come out way before this came out. Like it came out, and but then like the bad guys, I believe. If you have to be no longer North Korean and being like nondescript Asian, uh, yeah. <laughs> but also like it was also just shelved for a while too. Like they were done with that, and they're just uh, well, rising. Yeah, Hitchcock. 
where Anthony Hopkins plays after. Oh, what? Right. Okay. I've not seen it, but I do need yeah. to see it. Uh, Killing Them Softly, which is a movie with Brad Pitt that I did with my friend on the movie show. Uh, that uh, was his choice. Yeah. Um. Uh, Hobbit, Guilt Trip, Monsters Inc. 3D. This is back when Disney was like, hey, let's just put it all out. Uh, Jack Reacher, mm-hmm. baby. I, I still love the, the bar fight scene for that movie. It's a, Jack Reacher, that first Jack Reacher is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's got Robert Duvall in it. It does. Uh, and, and somebody else is interesting. In it. Oh, uh, Werner Herzog is in it. <laughs> and then like, the dude that played... Um, oh, God, what was his name? The guy who was on Wolverine? Shoot. Uh... You know what I'm talking about, right? And uh, in, in which, like, the original ones or the Jack Reacher? Yeah, no, like the the, the young version, like in. Uh... Oh yeah, it's... he was like, he was like the head dickhead in that fight scene. Yeah, uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, but it also has um um uh, uh oh, what's his name? Um, oh, what movie was he from? The guy that was in uh. Selma. <laughs> he was played Martin Luther King in Selma. Oh, oh, uh, damn! I know his yeah. name. David Awelo. Awelo. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's great. I like him. Yeah. He's an Interstellar as well, but for like two seconds. <laughs> uh, Django Unchained. I love Django. It. It's maybe my. It's might be my favorite Tarantino movie. I do like Once Upon a Time in the Hollywood a little bit more. And, I think and, like, Once Upon yeah, a Time in Hollywood has become my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of grown sour on Tarantino a bit over the years, um, but um, I, and, and I'm a person that loves the Django movies. The so, original like, Italian Western. Yeah, the old spaghetti Western Django yeah. stuff, and and so it's kind of a bummer to watch this movie and to be like, Oh, well, like it's kind of, I guess, but not really, but, <laughs> but that's and, the Tarantino style, man. Yeah. He just takes another movie and does it. <laughs> makes it, it, a- it might, is it, is it the goriest? It might be. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, and rounding everything out is Les Miserables. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Wolverine. Yes. Starring the Wolverine and the master and commander, uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Uh, <laughs> He's the preacher from Quick and the Dead, sir. Um, <laughs> Maximus. Um, Maximus. Yeah, so that's, that's boy, that's that, huh? That's two hours of, it's been a while since we've done this, so. That's Our original thing was like, hey, let's just start it at 645 and we'll get out of here by eight. And it's like, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, okay movie. It's fine. N- not bottom of the list, but not top of the list. It's it, lower I, than I, middle for me. I, 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 I like my prediction is going to be solidly middle. Yeah. Uh, so that's number 52. We are at 58. But okay. by, uh, but in a couple of months in March. So 59. next month, 59. Uh, and if we stretch it out to November 60, because uh, <laughs> en- Encanto comes out uh, this year, technically, uh, which I don't, that's, that's, a, that's a movie where music is by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So uh, He might get his EGOT finally. Yeah. 
so that's Wreck-It Ralph. Next week is the big one. Uh, Dis- the one that just made it. So Disney is the most powerful entity in animation with Frozen. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think I need to watch Frozen. Uh, I feel like I know Frozen that have o- having only seen it a couple of times. I feel like I know everything there is to know about Frozen. I have children, so I guarantee you I don't have to see Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next week will be for next next time. Here's the rundown from here on out. We got Frozen. Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Moana, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Frozen 2, Raya and the Last Dragon, uh, and then Encanto. Without knowing what Raya, how Raya turns out, there's no stinkers left. Yeah, so everything's, everything's strong. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> I say that and we're like I, Ralph breaks internet. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. So hey, thanks for joining me on this, Nick. Yeah, you're welcome. It's it's fun to get back in the saddle. Set back in the saddle again. Back uh, the saddle. Thank you. Uh, but you know what? Thank you all for joining us again. Yes. And you know what? Have a magical day. Funny.